Action. This is your boy Tech Supreme. Yo, what up? I'm making sure I don't have anything on my head this time. Because last time, it was kind of tragic. It was absolutely tragic. I had a piece of white fuzz stuck to my head the entire episode. What the fuck, guys? Super whack. But uh, episode eight, rent free with Tech Supreme. Hope everyone's having a good, good day. I generally want to get these out on Mondays. I think that's going to be the best way to do it. I, not, I like to get it out. Um, I actually don't need these. I like to record them Friday and get them. But I think Monday is going to be the best day. I know I'm kind of rambling, but you know what it is. Um, let me turn that down. That's too loud. Yeah, I hope everyone had a good weekend. I uh, hope you are attacking to this week with uh, new ferocity. Let's just hop all the way into it. Let's just get into it. And uh, yeah. First topic of discussion this week is going to be cold or COVID. Last week, I got sick. Um, so a couple weeks ago, about two weeks ago, our AC started going out. It went out twice in the same week. So we had to pay for that. Um, and we decided to go ahead on and just get a new system put in. So we did. Um, and it dramatically changed how cool our, the, the bedroom got upstairs. And I, would, I had a fan on me the whole time. And with a new AC kicking in. I started getting a snuffy nose last week, and I had to play this wonderful game. Is it a cold, or is it COVID? Uh, so I kind of let it let it ride out and see if it get, got any better, and I started getting worried that I had COVID, and if you look up the symptoms for COVID, it's like literally the same thing as a cold if you've got vaccinated. So I started getting worried about that. At long story short, um, I took a test on Thursday, maybe, and I got my results back Friday, and I was negative. But it's kind of weird that we have like this new, this new like energy about us. Like we don't like now. It's like super more anxiety. Super like when you get sick, you don't know what it is. You don't know if you can kill someone that you care about because all of a sudden you have you have a cold and you're like, oh, it's just a cold. But then fuck around and be COVID and then you fucking give it to Nana or whatever. And like now she's fucking sick. So and people are dying from COVID. You know to this day, we're gonna talk about COVID later. I uh, no, no, we're gonna talk about it now. Uh, they got the new variant, Delta Plus variant. And thank God for Loki, because now people know what variant is, right? Um, and then they got the Lambda variant coming out. And they have a list of variants coming out based off of scientific research and future predictive modeling uh, to kind of say, like, okay, well, it's going to mutate here. Like, So they kind of know all that, which is kind of dope. Uh, fortunately for us, you know, it is what it is. More and more people are getting COVID. People who are vaccinated get COVID. It's out there. Is it time for a lockdown? You let me know what you think uh, in the comments whether you're on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, let me know what you think. Should we go back into lockdown? Me personally, I don't think we should go back down to lockdown. I don't think I don't think the people who don't want to go to lockdown are going to let us go to lockdown, if that makes sense. Like, they're going to go so hard to, to um, keep out of lockdown. Um, but, hey, we had a summer. Maybe it's time to be mature and say, okay, maybe we should scale it back a little bit. But I understand businesses are still struggling. Still having a hard time, but at the same time, life, death. I'm on the fence. Um, I think maybe we should we should get a little bit more strict with the masks, and I just think assholes need to get vaccinated. Like just get vaccinated, and it makes it better. Simple as that. If you're at risk, and you can medically get vaccinated, get vaccinated. That's my opinion. That's how I feel about it. I also don't trust the government. I also don't trust um, certain things. I do trust science. 
I do trust doctors. I understand their agendas. That's why I'm constantly on the fence. I got vaccinated for me. My wife got vaccinated. You know, we, we did that for ourselves. We already had COVID and my wife had it bad. You know, not not hospital bad, but like, yo, like you had to go lay down. And that's a mild case. Like you got to lay down for a week. Like your body was like, yo, I can't do this. You got to lay down for a week. That's a mild case. Um, I was telling somebody over the weekend um, who also had it uh, recently um, that like they should lead with it's going to knock out two of your senses. And I felt like as soon as I lost my sense of smell and taste, I freaked the fuck out. I was having anxiety attacks about it. And I'm not really anxiety attack type person. I would wake up like I'm never going to smell again. I'm never going to taste again. I love food. I love smelling shit. I feel like I, I joke around like I have a song, strong sense of smell. I'm Wolverine. And that shit knocked it right out. It was gone. Didn't know when it was coming back. And that is terrifying. And they 100% lead with that shit. I feel like people would take it a little more seriously if, if it's like, all right, you can catch this. You'll be fine. But you're going to lose two senses. And we don't know when it's going to come back. And sometimes it don't come back. Sometimes it takes months to come back. Sometimes it takes years. You don't know. Depends on your body. If they led with that, I feel like people will take it more seriously. But I don't know if people will ever take it seriously. Like, they have this whole, like, logical, for them, which is a fallacy to me, that, like, oh, uh, I'm not listening to anybody. No one can tell me what to do, blah, blah, blah. But you go to work every day. You, you, you have a boss. You're not that much of an independent thinker. No offense. But, like, I don't want people to tell me what to do, so I'm going to put people at risk. You're doing that, but you have a boss. People tell you what to do every day. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, don't be a hypocrite about it. Don't let that be the reason. Give me a better reason than you don't like being told what to do. That's stupid. Because they're not even trying to tell you what to do. They're trying to save lives. That's a whole different thing. But whatever. Moving on. The baby losing the bag. The, the bozo. I'm a, I, you know, you can go back a couple episodes. Hold on a second. I got a cough. <coughs> Excuse me. You can go back a couple episodes. I'm a baby fan. I was, and I'm very disappointed in his comments for sure. It's and it's, it's it's ignorance. It's lack of knowledge, which is ignorance. It's stupid. It's misleading. It's dangerous. Now, does he deserve to get his whole career canceled? Sure. And here's my reason why. Now, everyone's gonna say cancel culture. I don't. No, y'all been acting out of pocket for centuries and now when people want you to be held accountable now it's cancel culture no you're going to be accountable for your actions and there's consequences for your words now if you came out and said yo i'm sorry did mean the shit um you know it's just kind of a hip-hop thing i'm i'm, I'm from the old school because he is kind of from the old school honestly like he's not as uh, he's not a baby um so like he's from the era where people were like f f a g this and f a g that like which is horrible i'm glad we're out of that um, but even, you know, at a younger age, I was wrapped up in it too, but like, he can say like, yo, I'm sorry, you know, it's, it's uh, my bad, but no, he doubles down on his comments. He deleted his fake apology only because he started getting cancellations. So it's just, it's going downhill for the baby. I, I don't know how he can come out of it. I, he needs to hire a new PR team. If he has one, fire them. Cause they're trash. Get a new one. I don't, I don't know. Educate yourself, bro. Educate yourself. It, like hip hop is so homophobic. We all know this. It has been. It needs to change, you know. Like it needs to. It needs to change. It needs to pivot. And if that takes the baby losing a lot of money, that's what it is. Like it's gonna change. You're not gonna be able to get away with that. Eminem. That's why Eminem. They went for Eminem this year, cause like yo, like his shit in the past was horrible. I cringe listening to his old Eminem shit, cause he will drop. He will say so much homophobic stuff, and it's not. It's not cool. 
it, it wasn't cool then, but I guess the society was a little bit more like acceptable of it, which is which is weird. But you know, it is what it is. But it's not like that no more. Twenty twenty one, we we riding, we fighting. You can't be saying dumb shit. Your DJ can't be saying dumb shit. And that's that. That's the end. Of, that's the, that's that. That's literally that. Like, and if you don't like it, I'm looking at you side eye. If you defend a baby, I'm looking at you like the crazy. Like, I don't fuck with you like that. Then flat out. And my Facebook, my Facebook. I have like almost 5,000 friends on Facebook and thousands of them are from music or graphics, right? Because like the, I, I was known in my city in the late, in the 2000s and the 2010s as a producer, everyone knew me, but I, I don't know these people, right? Like I don't really know a lot of these people. So I see when I get on Facebook, I see so much negativity and so much, so much like hate towards like homosexuals and transsexuals. It's insane. It's horrible st louis is horrible it's 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 a black community thing a lot and i because i can only speak on the black community i can't speak on any other community but i know the black community has a large amount of homophobia in it and the whole gay agenda which i've talked about on the podcast and i i I don't like it i don't fuck with it i don't like that shit motherfuckers need change they need they need education something they need something they gotta do better and uh the baby I, i i think that uh i hope this 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 uh deters other people from talking crazy in rap because it really is a problem uh moving on this is a discussion that i see all the time on my facebook again my facebook is a very entertaining toxic place um splitting the bill amongst friends i find this hilarious because there's a whole argument like well if you can't split the check evenly right no matter what you order (coughs) excuse me what you go out for like what you like what you, what you out there for? Like why'd you go to why'd you go out? Like what you like why'd you order? At the same time, you got people like, well, what if uh, friend number B, number three over here is ordering steak and lobster, knowing they ain't got steak and lobster, but knowing that everyone's gonna go half? I I don't know. That's like you with me. If what I order is what I order, what my wife ordered, that's what we order. Like we 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 together, but all the homies and everybody else at the, at the table. Now, you got to get your own. We splitting this bill 18 ways if we have to. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. We splitting this bill. Use, like, and, and it's not even about being broke or not, right? This is about, that's just what it is. Unless, unless you say, yo, tech, yo, I, I mean, I want to go out to dinner, but, yo, I ain't really got it. And I'll be like, come on, we got you. That's different. But, like, if we out there and you getting, you getting the stuff that you normally wouldn't order yourself, <laughs> and, and and now we time to split the bill you time to get the bill you like oh no we splitting this nah player no we're not you're getting your shit simple as that in my book i don't know what you think but like if we go out together unless unless i explicitly say that or someone like or there's a circumstance about it we splitting this bill plain and simple we splitting it i'll and if they can't split the bill i'm gonna get a highlighter out I'm gonna produce a highlight and like this is what I got. You put that on this card. I don't give a fuck. Let me know what you think about that. Um, I think it's an interesting conversation. Um, uh, both sides are kind of weird about it, but like, yeah, like, don't go out if you can't. It, like, if splitting the bill is a problem, you shouldn't be going out. That's right, right. Like, if you have to split, if you have to like split the bill in order to pay for it, because you can't handle the rest, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be going out. You need to. Need to fall back. Um, moving on, locks versus dipset versus battle. I don't like versus battles. I'm not a big fan. I've only seen a couple of them. Um, even if it's somebody I care about, I like yeah, you know, like the 
are on stage with each other and they're like going off. And before when it started, they had a whole bunch of audio issues. And I'm an audio junkie, despite my um, ever-changing audio for the podcast. Because I'm trying to find the way that I like the most. Uh, last week was way too hot. But um, I don't really like versus battles. They're okay. Um, I'd rather just hear like a playlist or something, right? Like, whatever. But I did check out Locks versus Dipset. And it was 100% fire. I don't agree with everyone saying the Locks won. But I will say the Locks had iconic records. Like, they have shit that's like, damn, that's right, man. Like, whew, they did that. But I feel like Dipset had better, more entertaining music at the time. And I think it's because of the beats. The heat makers were insane. Um, I think Cameron is an acquired taste. I think he's a great rapper, but he does hit you with the pewter putin. And that's a problem. The scoopity boop boops, right? Like, it's a problem. And Jadakiss is such a monster. And Styles is such a monster. And even Sheik Luch is a monster. So, like, you really can't compare. Juels is nice, but he's a Harlem. Like, Harlem cats is different. Harlem cats are flamboyant, they flashy, they all about the style, they all about how cool they look. So it's a, it's a, I don't think you can go record for record with Dipset. Like, cause like they, like, they records are bangers, but like it was all about them, it's all about a feeling for, for Harlem cats, Harlem music. And for like Yonkers, it's more, it's for them, for the, for the locks, it's more hood, it's more street, it's more like gritty. And like, when, so when he says, I'm from New York, you, you feel that shit. Like they got, Joe crack on it like you feel it it's hard but then like Cameron is so like fun with it it's a it's more fun rap it ain't even like corny or like bubblegum rap but it's fun rap like even though they're talking about some hard shit too but like the way they present it is way different it's way it's way shinier like they had a pink Range Rover bro like it ain't really the same like you really can't compare the two song by song like that like they're two different two different worlds. They the only thing that linked them together to me was that they're a rap group from New York around the same era. But like they were so different. Like it's kinda hard to say like like if you like locks, you like if you love the locks, you're not gonna love dipset and vice versa. Like it don't it don't really equate to be the same. Like you I, I don't know. I fucked with both of them. I think Jada Kiss is the best the best rapper on that stage. And Styles P is the second best. But I think Cam and and, and, and Jewels is the third, third and fourth best. Jim Jones is not really a rapper to me. But like that's on that that's the different you know like we know where Jim Jones come from like he's just he's Cameron's man so like but he has some bangers too Jim Jones got some bangers too but like he ain't no MC you know what I'm saying so I I mean obviously Locks won because like their records are just more serious like more like more next level more like more street shit more relatable but Dipset has some bangers has some bangers uh, moving on. Next topic is the NBA Super Teams. We have a NBA offseason for all the sports. To me, NBA has the most entertaining offseason. It's just like this: the board, the shuffle is shuffles. Like the whole, like the whole league just like moves around. It's kind of crazy. Um, the Lakers made some some monster moves, and I got to pull this up because I don't want to do disrespect. So they got LeBron James, and they signed re-signed Schroeder. Um, Anthony Davis is, is still there, of course. They just signed Russell Westbrook, which is kind of crazy. Um, he's definitely uh, a premier starter, f- franchise type player. Um, they keeping they got they brought back Dwight Howard, which was weird. Um, let's see, they signed Carmelo Anthony, which is crazy. Um, I don't know how great he's gonna be. But he's definitely, you know, he's definitely going to give you something. They got Kendrick Nunn from the Heat. He's a good point guard. They got Trevor Ariza, which is always, he's like, he is your, your, 
he not be he's not like a fan favorite player, but he has to be your front office favorite player because every team then pick this dude up. Every team loves him. Um, and it's, it's getting to the point where with the basketball, it's just like the super teams, which the super teams have been happening since forever, right? Like, don't act like Michael Jordan didn't didn't have a super team with Pippen, Coach, and, and Rodman. Like, let's not get it twisted. And then we're not talking about, oh, we just happened to, to create this team. Like, no, they went out and made that team to win. Um, same thing with the, with the Lakers when they had um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And they had Magic Johnson, and they had Byron Scott. Even though Byron Scott was more of a, a draft player, for sure, if I remember correctly, because that's not even my era. So that's before my era. So I don't, I can't even speak 100%. But like Super Team has been a thing forever, right? The Knicks tried to do it. Everyone tries to do it. Um, LeBron James manipulates it to do it. Like he has a better understanding in the in the recent years of doing it. Um, they're doing it in Brooklyn. You know, just they just had injury plagued season. Um, but I kind of don't like the like I like the fact that Minnesota won not Minnesota I'm sorry Milwaukee won this year because like the small team markets don't can't can't really do this because they can't afford to do this well there's a salary crap for everybody so it's basically how you move that money but don't get it twisted it's money involved in this and like it's money and power and the allure of big cities no one wants to go to Milwaukee nobody wants to go to um these these the small Timberwolves you know like so like those teams don't really get that allure of the big you know the big superstars but like la does you know what i'm saying and like so we just gotta i don't know it's a pile on team so like i don't know if if it feels if i feel like you have to have an asterisk next to your championship if you win i mean obviously they're trying to stack this team up so it's impossible for them not to win a championship and that's kind of corny right golden state they had they drafted they drafted them players i mean outside the kd thing they that's that's their just front office working so the pylon teams, it's a problem. Lakers are going to be a problem this year. I'm excited to see what they do. Um, I feel like if they don't do well, it is going to be a complete asterisk on LeBron James's career. It's inevitable. Like, I understand that you try to win and you want to win at all costs, but it feels like stacking is kind of corny to me. It's just like, it's just, I don't know. Not a fan of it. Uh, Suicide Squad 2. That came out this last week. I went to the movie theaters with my wife and we watched it. I enjoyed it. Um, Kevin Johnson from the Post-Dispatch, which is a friend of mine, said it was the movie of the year. I'm not sure I believe it's the movie of the year at all. I believe it's a good movie. It felt good. I watched it again. It felt good the second time. Um, it, I feel like James Gunn is a m- magic with comic book here, with comic books. Like, he knows what to do. He knows how to make, uh, characters that aren't relevant, relevant, because the Guardians of the Galaxy were not relevant before James Gunn's movie. Um, I'm a lifelong comic book fan, and even I was like, Who? Like the Guardians, who are those? So, you know, he knows how to work with, he knows how to make a good story with people who, like, aren't the mainstream. And I think maybe that's the problem with a Superman movie, because, like, you have to work so hard to make a story around that, but you have so many limitations and rules. And with these these offbeat characters, you don't have that. I think that's kind of probably the, the logic that gave him Suicide Squad, right? And not, like, something bigger. Even though I'm sure he would knock that out of the park, too, because... He's just created monsters. Like he he's made King Shark a thing again. Like King Shark is dope if you know about King Shark. But like he's now he's gonna be like a thing, right? Um I even like Idris Elba in it. John Cena is gonna is getting already got a spin-off of his character, Peacemaker. Um, good movie, good ending. Now I you know, I got homies who be like, oh, it fell apart in the third act. And 
if you're that into it, sure. Now, I know some movies fall apart in the third act. I don't think this one did. Suicide Squad 1 fell apart in the third act, because I'm like, well, that, that's it? You know, like, if you watch it in the movie and you're like, that's it? Then, yeah, I can see that. But, like, I'm not going to be that critical and, and be like, break it down to acts and, you know, things like, things upon those natures. But it was a good movie. I was entertained. I've seen it, I've seen it twice now. Entertained both times. Um, way, probably their best DC offering uh joker is better um but then this bobby's like number two or man is stills up there too but this is in the top five uh dc movies because we know like the extended universe and i think that's my problem with it is that the extended universe is just uh like you know like they don't really give a fuck about it so like it's just it is what it is uh it feels like a a throwaway money grabs every time they do movies to me and i know that with marvel they're trying to make this huge universe and i love that type of shit but like this DC shit is just like, oh, let's try this. That that one didn't do well. Let's try this and let's try to get more money. And it just feels like a money grab. It doesn't feel like fan service, which it should always feel like fan service. Um, but Suicide Squad, it felt good. It felt like a little bit more fan service for deep dives into DC with the villains and, and, and whatnot. I don't like what they're doing with Harley Quinn. I feel like we're getting mystiqued. Uh, with Sony's, was it Sony or Fox's X-Men movies, they were like, Oh, Mystique's kind of a hero. And um, they, they did that because of Jennifer Lawrence. They did it because, like, they knew that when um, Stamos, Rebecca Stamos, her character, like, everyone liked it. So, like, they was like, oh, we need to keep Mystique. And then, like, once it started getting popular, like, oh, yeah, we're going to make her part of the good guys. That's how like they're doing that with Harley Quinn. You know she's crazy, but, like, they're always trying to, like, she's, like, evil, too. Like, she's actually, like, not a hero. So, like, I feel like they're trying to, like, sell her as a hero to make money. She says she's not. She's gonna take a five year break from the movies, which I don't blame her. I don't. I think she's getting burnt out on doing them. I'm sure her back hurts from carrying DCEU. It has to. So shout out to Margaret Robbie for killing that role. She does a great job every time with with Harley Quinn. And that's the first time we've seen Harley Quinn in live action. And it's been even within bad movies, it's been really good. Suicide Squad was terrible. An F, the first one. An F, first one, for sure. But she's a shining light in it. And I hate that we don't get Jared Leto joker i think they would they the scenes that they had together were awesome in the first suicide squad and i wanted more jared leto as joker but you know fans and they're complaining and you know manipulating of how they uh they want the movies to be made people do that a lot man sometimes you gotta enjoy art sometimes you gotta let them do them and just and just and just consume it you don't have to you don't have to get online and complain about it and i know this sounds real hypocritical from a dude with a podcast with with just his thoughts but you, you don't always have to voice your opinions and your disdain i try not to do that i try to pick things that i like outside of you know this episode i don't like covid i don't like the baby but like i try to speak positive I, i'm definitely never going to tweet a game developer or a movie maker and say you should have did this you should have that cuz i don't know it's not my business if i don't like it i don't like it if i eat, if i eat at your restaurant and i don't like it I'm not going to send you a review. I that you got to talk to your friends about that. You got to talk to people who know you and care about you. I'm just not going to go back. You know, I ate dinner last night from somewhere that I normally like. I didn't like it. I didn't get online about it. Just not going to talk about it. You know, just not going to put that energy out there. You know, if they want that positive, that 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 honest feedback, talk to people that that know you personally. Hopefully, they give you the honest feedback. But that's how business is. If someone doesn't like me for you know music or or graphics, they just won't return, you know, and that's, the, and that's what, it, that's what it is, 
and I won't know why. So you gotta do a lot of self evaluation. You gotta keep good people around you and not put out that negative energy. I don't know how I went from Suicide Squad to that, but I did. But speaking of negative energy and speaking of carrying something, because Margaret Robbie is definitely carrying Suicide Squad and DCEU, Dr. Dre is not footing the bill for his daughter. Now, let me read this line from this. Um, this is horribly written. This is a News 24. I've been noticing that news articles are written horribly. So that's neither here nor there. Uh, Dr. Dre's daughter, Latanya Young, talks about being homeless despite her father's $800 million fortune. She's been estranged from her hip-hop mogul father for 18 years now. And Latanya Young, 38, uh, Dr. Dre's eldest daughter, has also admitted to being homeless. The mom of four says she's living out of her rental car and working menial jobs for food delivery services, Uber Eats and DoorDash, and at warehouses in the United States. Uh, quote, I'm taking odd jobs just to make it now. I got paid $15 an hour as an assembler at the warehouse. I'm trying to keep my head above water. I've been in debt for a while. Um, Dr. Dre's helped her in the past. Again, they haven't talked, I guess, 18 years. Is it Dr. Dre's responsibility to maintain the survival of his eldest daughter, who is now 38 years old? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, you're 38. Um, my wife seems to think I like compassion. Uh, but, you know, 38 is kind of grown. You got four kids. You got to get on it. And um, should he have a better relationship with his daughter? Absolutely. Um, someone that rich, though, like, it is kind of expected to take care of your family. I don't know what happened in their lives. You don't know what type of person Andre Young is. You don't know how person Latanya Young is. It's unfortunate. It sucks. You want a, a millionaire on I think he's a billionaire or close to a billionaire. He has at one point been a billionaire, but he's actually he could never spend that money in his lifetime. He could never spend that money in his lifetime. He birthed her. At least he could do. Like I I he doesn't have to do anything. He he's not legally responsible for doing anything. But I've never had kids, but I could imagine that that's a bond that you don't want to shit on if I was the, 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 the parent. So if it was if I had $800 million and, I, and there was a, a daughter who didn't fuck with me like that for whatever reasons, A, I would try to work, work it better in life so like we would have a better relationship. And it, I don't want to go personal, but like I didn't have a great relationship with my mother. Probably, she probably could have tried a, you know, a little bit didn't so we you know i let that go a long time ago but like you have to i don't know you have to take care of your family you know you should you should you should take care of your family for sure um but again we don't know the circumstances we don't know the situation but also as a 38 year old with four kids you got to get on it too like you can't be expecting a handout and i feel like this is expecting a handout um the mother seems very bitter she's doing a book i just watched a, a, a video about that it seems very, um, very fucked up all the way around. Very fucked up situation. Um, but $800 million, you'll never be able to spend that. You know? And that is your daughter. So, I mean, it's definitely on you, but it says a lot about both characters, right? It says a lot about both characters. For her to ask for money, for him not to give her money, for it to even go public, it says a lot about both their characters. Uh, that's all the topics I have for today. This is going to be uh, a shorter episode because I've always wanted to keep it between 
25 and 30 minutes. I didn't want to do a super long podcast like before. I think people lose interest. I don't want to hear me talk for 30 minutes. So uh, thanks for listening to The Rent Free with Tech Supreme, Episode 8. If you like what you heard, then do me a favor. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button and subscribe button. I need you to uh, comment as well. It helps out the algorithm. And if you see this, if you hear this on you know streaming sites, uh, leave a review. That helps me to get discovered. And if you see this, these clips on TikTok, hit that like button, comment, interact, share it. And I appreciate you guys. I will see you guys next week for another episode. If you have any suggestions for comment for um, topics, please let me know. Uh, I am Tech Supreme on everything, on every platform. I am just Tech Supreme, as you can see it spelled. So hit me up. Talk to me. It's all good. I appreciate you guys. Check out next episode. We're free with Tech Supreme. Episode 8, and we out. Chill. Listen, you had rent free.